0: Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. Amen. Please have a seat. So those of you who have been here once or twice know that I love languages, English and otherwise. Clever word play, etymological trivia, puns. These are the things that make me really happy. Some of you heard me expostulate just a few weeks ago on the distinction between continuous and continual in something that C.S. Lewis had written, and yet I don't get invited to parties very much. <laughs> English is full of odd little pairs like continuous and continue in which changing a single syllable changes the meaning of the word in a very precise way. For those who don't know, something is continuous if it forms an unbroken chain of happening and it's continual if it occurs again and again and again, but pauses in between. Sometimes, though, there are examples that are even better. Sometimes you get two words in which the literal meanings should be the same, and yet the connotations that they carry for us could not be more different, all of which is to say, beloved, we are God's children now. Sometimes childlike, sometimes childish, and they are not the same thing. When we say childlike in English, we evoke all the joy and innocence of childhood. The infants wonder at seeing their first piece of bark outside, the toddlers' excitement to go out playing in the snow, the inexplicable ability some elementary schoolers have to memorize and reproduce details of paleontology known otherwise only to PhDs. The Beatitudes, these words of blessing that Jesus says in the Gospel reading this morning, are the manifesto of a childlike faith. What is more blessed than being poor in spirit, holding all the possessions of adulthood lightly, but being rich in wonder and joy? Who are more blessed than the meek who hide shyly behind their parents' legs until you ask them about the fire trucks on their shirts? Who hungers and thirsts for righteousness more than playground rules enforcers who insist that every child has a turn We know who you are, and we love you for it. We adult Christians are at our best, Jesus says, when our lives are characterized by childlike simplicity and innocence and justice. When we say childish, though, we mean the other side of children's nature, the toddler's refusal to allow anyone else at the park to touch that toy, even though they won't ride it themselves as soon as the fun is over. The preschoolers hunger and thirst for more candy from more houses, long after bedtime has come and gone on Halloween night. The older child's self-confidence that they alone and fourth graders like them know anything about the world, and you know absolutely nothing, Mom. And of course, we don't blame children for being this way. Or maybe we do, but we shouldn't. When a child is filled with childlike joy, we can rejoice with them. But when the same child, moments later, fills with childish rage, well, for a child to be childish is pretty much what you'd expect, at least linguistically speaking. In just a few minutes, we'll welcome three more children into membership in the church through the sacrament of baptism. Abby and Nora and Beau will be formally adopted as children of God. They will become full members of the body of Christ. They'll become saints in the oldest and best and most biblical sense, members of the holy people of God, as when Paul writes his letters to the saints in all the local churches. For the saints of God are just folk like me, as the hymn goes, and I mean to be one too. We are all saints, and on All Saints Day, we remember not just those saints who are departed, but all the saints, all the holy people of God, And yet sanctity isn't perfection, and we're not perfect people. Billy Joel is right about many things, but he's wrong about this. We don't get to choose whether we want to laugh with the sinners or cry with the saints, because we are all mixed. All of us is both. There is no child who is so childlike that they are never childish, and this is true for all of us who have passed childhood behind biologically. The mixedness of our nature doesn't change over time. The stakes just get higher, and we remain children at heart. You may be a parent or a grandparent, a beloved uncle or aunt or teacher, mentor, friend. You may be wise. You're probably wiser than me. But in God's eyes, every one of us is still a little child. And in our more childish moments, God sometimes sees us acting our age. I don't mean this as an insult, by the way. I don't mean to single out anyone for being particularly childish in this congregation or otherwise. I mean it as an invitation to empathy for yourself and for one another. None of us ever become perfect, fully formed adults in this world. We are all still growing up, still children of God, through our whole lives. And what a relief, because God looks on our childishness like we look on theirs with frustration maybe, with impatience probably, but ultimately more than anything with love. Beloved, St. John writes, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. Every one of us is already now a beloved child of God, valued and cherished beyond anything we could imagine. And every one of us is being transformed, growing into a maturity so incredible that its nature has not yet even been revealed. Together, day by day, we grow together toward life in the world Jesus imagines and describes in those Beatitudes, toward a world of righteousness and mercy and peace. So today, Abby and Nora and Beau join that great multitude from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, who are slowly being drawn toward a God who loves them now and will love them all their lives. May God give them and each one of us the grace to love in return, to serve God and our neighbors, to be patient with every childish moment and share in every childlike joy. Amen.